Welcome back to the Risk Report. This is episode number 93. Happy Halloween to all you ghouls, goblins, witches, monsters, vampires, all that. Happy Halloween. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying these podcasts. I'm um, having these guests on and getting to share their experiences. And if some of you listening are soul fam, I really appreciate you guys, you know, having the interest to be on and, and, um, all the other artists that now see it and want to be on the podcast. So it's very exciting. Like I've said, this, this area is very warm in that aspect. The, um, music collective that's kind of gathered around here and um yeah it's a blessing it's just a blessing to have people like that around and to be around and and i think that's why i've noticed it you know i've seen that and i've felt the energy there not just at that specific spot but just among amongst these people and then to the things that they are showing me now you know, more shows that I'm going to. I've been starting to go to so many shows where these last couple of weeks, while I've been having these other people on the podcast, it's just been always, you know, making performing or recording or, you know, taking pictures. That's what I started getting into was taking pictures now. Last two weeks, I want to say. And, um, yeah, that's been great because I've, I felt like, you know, I just wanted to capture those moments of, um, I don't know, those special moments that are going on. Because I know as a performer going up there, uh, what it's like to just go up there and not necessarily come out empty handed. But now with nowadays with social media and this and that, you know, and I know that a lot of them really strive to be, you know, out there. And so... I just felt, hey, let me capture these moments as best I can. I'll send it to them. If they want to use it, they can use it, right? And that's been opening up new doors now, you know, new opportunities and just meeting different people and um, having conversations with different people from that, you know. Um, And I really just do it to just get these people some content, you know, All all the soul fam, and all these new bands that I'm meeting, Friday I went out <clears throat> and we went to this, like, I was invited to this house party and this house had, like, it was right off the turnpike and it had, like, this fucking tennis court. It was huge. And they had a whole production out there, like a show, a stage, uh, bands, and it was it was pretty sick. And it's so you see the cars just boom, boom, zooming by and like in the distance. And it was a vibe, man. Um, so I just been, took the camera, started taking pictures of everyone. I took pictures of every, every fucking musician up there. So for all the different bands, I'm getting the drummer, the bass player, the keyboardist, the singer, the fucking guy jumping around doing the saxophone. Shout out Monty, right? <clears throat> Great host, by the way. Incredible, an incredible showman, incredible musician. Those saxophone solos and just the the jams were fucking beautiful and a sight to behold for sure. Um, so yeah, just I did that for like four, five bands, I think, and the different Soul Fam artists that opened up. So. 
it's just been cool to experience that. And even though I'm like taking pictures and this and that, I feel like I'm also in the moment there, you know, like I'll step back and I'll fucking, you know, listen and I'm, I'm present in a sense. And I kind of like that about photography that I can be like a, I don't know, like in the back, in the background and not really, it's like, you really are hiding behind his lens, you know? Cause I'll go out there, not talk to anybody or right? yeah, I knew the people out there and shit, some of them. So I talk to them, but I'm just fucking in my zone everywhere. I've been going, I'm just, and I'm getting some sick ones, man. And I think what did it was that I, I started taking them out. I think the first week I started taking the, the camera out. I, uh, I went to this open jam that Matt was doing on Wednesdays at the brewery. Got some great pictures there. And then that Sunday, I believe, I just woke up early for some reason, like six, six in the morning or something. And it was dark out. And I looked for some reason, I just woke up and I thought, I mm, wonder when the sun's rising. So I looked it up. It said like 720 or 715. So I hurried over to the beach got there maybe like 640 or something and I brought the camera and the pictures I took of the sun rising were divine it was literally God's light it was insane it was absolutely insane it was so bright and warm and beautiful and these pictures I got were fucking incredible it, it really looks divine you know the just the sun rays just fucking gleaming over this giant cloud you know it was incredible and so i think i just see that as like a sign you know in a sense like doing something special or you know doing something that kind of in a way in a weird way makes you present to a lot of different things and you know, makes you observe different things. And I kind of like that about it. So that's my new venture, I suppose. <laughs> I've been making lots of music. Um, working on a working on this Spanish album, I think. And it's interesting sound because it's Spanglish really. It's English lines and Spanish lines and but it's got a rock rap type of feel to it you know trippy psychedelic feel to it and uh and it's got my raspy voice with it so i think there's something there's something there and i'm excited to start putting those out i don't know if i want to put those out as as singles i don't know if i want to break it down this whole album into like two eps um something more digestible for the people i suppose so I just know that I want people to listen to these kind of collectively, like like the songs kind of intertwine in a weird way. And I want them to be heard in that way. But that is a loud ask, right? That's a lot to ask. Hey, sit down for nine minutes and listen to this. People could do it, but they don't. Not so much anymore. Um... So speaking of the new ventures, though, tomorrow I am officially going to do a comedy open mic. 
And I'm scared shitless about it, but I think I'll be all right. And I think that I'll do good. I'll do well. And I think I could make people laugh if I'm charming enough. Um, yeah, found this, the, the open mic for comedy through one of the musicians that goes out, Adam, shout out Adam. He sings, he's a comedian, he's a rapper. And he's been going to these, he does the, the comedy open mic and then he goes over to Hullabaloo. You got to respect the fucking hustle. And so I heard about that. I'm like, shit, man, I got to go. So I went, took the camera, of course, hid behind the lens. The, the, the list filled up fast as fuck. So I wasn't going to sign up, but I made myself the, the vow in my head of like, all right, next week I'm coming here earlier. I'm signing up pretty early and hopefully you don't eat shit, you know? <laughs> and if you do, who gives a fuck? It's only five minutes of your life of anxiety. Um, there's no need for the anxiety though, because I have like, I have like my whole kind of routine in my head. The problem is, is knowing when I go on stage and there are times where you'll get there and it, you'll go blank. Um, but maybe with music, it's a little different if you can't find the flow within the, the song or something. But yeah, I just don't want to go blank up there. But I figured I have these little jokes or little topics, kind of what I do with the podcast, just put topics down. Think of that and just fucking go, right? Kind of freestyle it. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to bore them to death. <laughs> I'm going to hear nothing but snoozes. I think I'll do well because everyone there fucking screaming, screaming. I don't know what it is about comedians sometimes. Lots of times when you go out to these uh, open mics especially. But comedians are loud people, man. They are loud. They're screaming into the fucking mic. And it's like, I'm just going to go in there with my my smooth voice. <laughs> smooth yet not so smooth voice. And I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good. And I think the jokes that I have are good. I could say them here, but it's like, whatever. That'd be a little weird. Someone, it's not like they're going to listen to it right before this goes out probably and me go up and he's like, you did the jokes from the fucking thing. No one gives a fuck. Um, yeah, I basically have easy ones. I'm going to go up there. If he gets my name right, I'm going to fucking commend him for getting my name right. And then I'm going to go into this whole spiel about how Spanish people have five names. And then I'd go ahead and tell him my name, right? My full name. Uh, which is Alejandro Efraín Román Aquino Caraballo Ponte Gil Maldonado Quile. That is my full name. That's not even a joke. That is my full fucking name. Um, so I'd say that I'd imagine people fucking laugh there, right? And then I'd go, where are my Latinos in the house? And I noticed last week that there's this old Spanish lady that's been going from the improv. And, uh, if she's there and she's she's the only, because it's a room full of white people, she's the only one that raises her hand. I'm just going to go, that's my mom right there. Shout out to my mom, you know. And uh, obviously talk about the mustache. I'll just fucking start going into the mustache. How they're probably looking at me like, what the fuck? Is this guy for real, right? So I got a couple good jokes about the mustache. And then that'll lead me into... A hair joke, a long hair joke. 
And then I'll close out with uh, how THC and OCD don't really vibe well sometimes, right? So, <clears throat> yeah, I think I have it in my head and I'm excited to do it. I'm a little nervous and I think it'll crush. I'll try and record it. Um, so, yeah, that's the new venture. But I figured all this fucking experience I have just saying random ass things into a microphone. I'm sure I'll be all right. I should just go up there with a cup of coffee. And that's it. Give me a cup of coffee. Give me something to smoke. And I'm good. Um, It's been a weird, weird couple of weeks and months for the world. <laughs> for me, it's been fucking fantastic, right? God bless. But what I'm seeing on the news or whatever pops up and this and that, it's like, man, a lot of it is very dark and it's very sinister. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? You know? Yesterday, there was a, well, actually, I think two days ago now, but the 153 people killed in Seoul, South Korea. They just up and everyone had a cardiac arrest at the same time. I'm going to look that up. Like That is some weird shit, man. That is some very strange stuff. All right, crowd surge. I mean, that's a real thing. Crowd surge. Loss of young victims and their dreams in Halloween. Crowd. Terrible. I mean, that's fucking weird, right? Saturday in the South Korean capital, the losses cut deeper because so many were young people. More than 100 killed were in their 20s. Uh, This place just opened after the pandemic. Imagine that. Citizens from all over. It was just people partying everywhere. Uh, They're not really saying much about this. I hate when you click onto a thing and then they're fucking talking about other other things. (laughs) Come on, dude. It's been a while since I uh, did the old look at look at articles and talk shit. Now they're saying it's a stampede, but not man. It was people. I'm sure people started freaking out and dipping, but people were passing out. A hundred thousand people were estimated to have passed out throughout the neighborhood that night. What does that mean? Like drunks? Well, what am I reading here? Became location of a deadly crowd surge. Well, let's look up what a crowd surge is because I'm clearly too much of an idiot to know. The fuck is a crowd surge? All right, crowd surge happens when people are packed together in a confined space and their movements, such as pushing, causes them the crowd to fall over. Oh, so now they're saying they got stomped? Bro, no. What I read originally was, see, they're changing shit, dude. That's crazy. What I initially read was that 150 people started going into, 154 were killed. That's crazy. Over 100 people got into like cardiac arrest at a spot and people just started passing out. 
That's fucking crazy. I don't know. Weird shit is happening, man. Weird shit. And you see it every day, right? A new story every day of some fucked up shit happening. And it's like, what is going on in the world? And I wake up every day and I say, oh my God, thank you. Thank you. Another day, thank you for allowing me to be here. Because this is nuts. You know, what some people have to go through is nuts. And um, I don't know if it's the times. I don't even, I mean, I don't know if it's the universe itself speaking to me. But like all this shit that I've been watching and seeing unfold. And it really is like end times type of stuff like the the stuff that people have predicted for end times eerily eerily similar and it's very odd you know like i'm not one to be super religious and believe in all this text like that you know like to the dot a lot of it is it has to be interpretation but i mean what if that's just the ancient people or you know people's way of explaining Things that are fucking crazy in this world that happen, you know? And in a sense, what if they do happen for real? I mean, they have it down, predicted down to Russia and this war. And and the Middle East. This fucking holy war that's been going on forever. It's still going on hard. And now Russia's involvement taking over Ukraine and... You know, you see mad signs, the the pandemic. I mean, literally the four horsemen are uh, pestilence, you know, plague, death, and the Antichrist is the, the last. So you, you wonder, you know, you wonder. Famine is the other fucking, um, <laughs> like I said, I'm an idiot. Don't listen to me. The universe is telling me I'm an idiot. Um, I don't know. It's just very, it's very odd and very interesting. I think that's why I've been so moved to want to just dip out and have land somewhere and literally just kind of live on my own (laughs) with animals and grow animals. Because who knows if shit, like if it's even 10% true, I mean, you don't have to believe in that stuff to know that it's fucking sketchy what's going on and and the possibility of war. Like, I ain't trying to, I'm not trying to fucking fight and go to war. For what, you know? So I just want to go, be in solitude and raise animals and let that, let that shit pass, you know? <laughs> and hopefully it don't blow up my fucking farm, right? Um, it's just very, very weird stuff going on. I really think it was that. It's like, people had to have seen wild shit. And when you start really diving into, like, religions and even conspiracies and all this stuff, it's like, you see some pretty wild correlations. I wouldn't even call them coincidences. Maybe they are coincidences. 
A lot of stuff is correlations. And I've thought maybe human beings have like a a, a universal consciousness or like a, like a consciousness that all humans are developed at the same rate, no matter what part of the planet they're on. That's what I kind of mean by that. Um, but we still have people in villages in the middle of the rainforest, right? And But I think they're just as smart as we are in a weird sense. You know, they just don't have the technological advancements. Most of us, 95% of us, are no different from that villager in the fucking rainforest. If you take away all our ele- I don't know how to make a computer. I don't even know how to wire shit. And I want to go live in a fucking farm. But <laughs> I don't even know how to wire a house, you know? I don't know shit about electricity. I don't know how to get water. And that's maybe why I want to go do this. Because I have to go do this in my life, is learn how to really live as a human being. And that's what's calling me, is to kind of just go out there and figure that shit out. Um, I'm giving myself 10 years to then go and do that. I don't know if that's a good plan. And maybe it'll change. <laughs> but yeah, I just want to be cut out from the noise, you know, in a sense, like the noise of cities at times and, and these crowd surges. <laughs> that's a terrible joke to make. After this shit, I'm not trying to make fun of 153 people that died, but it's fucking crazy. Like, that shit happens. Every day is really a blessing. Every day is really, really a blessing. And if you don't wake up in the morning and and just give a thanks, you know, it's like we really should give thanks throughout the day that you're still good. And yeah, shit bothers us. And shit gets weird and whatever and emotions and but man, I'm alive. And look at where I'm at. And those people in Seoul are no different from us. No different from what I experienced this fucking weekend in, in uh at uh out on West Palm. The Moonfest just had thousands of people. I've I've never seen West Palm that busy when I've been going out it you know I go out and it's like this artsy chill not so many people um you know music going on this this was like excessive and you kind of feel that in a weird way like being packed in these little clubs and the fucking strobe lights and the you know and the drugs and the drinking and yeah man it really like I, I go out and I do it maybe because I'm alone because <laughs> I don't have a, you know, I'm not in a relationship or anything like that. So I can go out and I can go party and I can go experience that. But it really is not what I'm, you know, I go for the music. I go to listen to music or, you know, meet certain people. Like for some reason, I'm, I'll always meet like a person I was supposed to meet in a weird way. And so I like that spontaneity of that, those types of nights. However, it is a lot, and there's a lot going on. And yeah, you just hope everyone gets safe, gets home safe, or doesn't get shot, or doesn't fight, or doesn't, you know, 
everyone just has a good time, but it's a lot, a lot going on. And I don't know, Halloween, you know, maybe I'm looking at it a little differently. You know, I've been dark for so much of my life. Super into Halloween and everything. Everything dark. (laughs) And I don't know, in a weird way, I felt I had to go through that. And now I'm almost stepping into a lighter part of my being and looking at things. Or trying to, right? But there's that, you know, I've talked about astrology before a little bit and my sign being a Pisces you have that duality you know you have the dark very intense dark with a very intense light and they're at constant ends of each other it's always a push and pull and it you know at times you know one can lead over the other you know the, the direction of the current they're swimming in and so I see that in my life um in what I like and enjoy aesthetically, and um, and maybe I'm just stepping out of my rebellious, as much of my rebellious side now, and maturing in a weird way. So I'm trying to look at things with more light, and maybe that also affects me <laughs> going out to these places and experiencing something like Moonfest, you know. Because it's not, it's not the normal crowd that goes there, you know. So you feel that difference, and uh, you know you just hope for the best, really, <laughs> when you're out there. At least I do, and I have a good time. Don't get me wrong, you know. I go out there and I meet people, and but I don't know. I also am one for the solitude as well, and to kind of recharge myself. And coming back full circle, I guess that's kind of why I like the photography, too, when I'm out there. It kind of gives me an excuse to not, you know, not that I'm not social. I'm obviously going there and I'm tapping everyone up and I'm, you know, saying hello to everybody. But I also don't feel the need to be, like, stuck next to people all the time. And and I just go about my business, take pictures, tap people up, go up, perform, and then dip. And then I give people their fucking photos back the next day. Um, so yeah, I don't know, losing, losing my track here on Halloween. No one's knocked at my door for a trick or treat, but I'd imagine that's, that's because I'm in a condo. (laughs) Ah, geez Louise. Yeah. I thought about going into the, into this whole end of times thing that I've been seeing. I didn't want you guys to think I'm so crazy. Clearly, you think I'm crazy enough. But, you know, so crazy to go into the whole end of times. But I've just been seeing a little bit about it and reading and seeing videos. And I'm just like, fuck. This is too on point with everything going on, you know. So on point with everything going on. You know, hidden within it. And you got to wonder, you know, I'm like that guy on that engineer. So you got to wonder, you got to wonder if it's, uh, if it's the astronauts or the aliens, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, like, 
I started hearing some shit about, I just went on a deep dive yesterday is what it was. I'm just going video after video, following these fucking pages where they're like, yo, they're giving you some shit, but they are giving you some wild ass shit. Like it's hard to refute that to some of them for sure. I feel like I could tell bullshit pretty good. And some of the ones that I was finding, I'm like, oh man, this is, these are, this is like real documented stuff, you know? And, um, a good one people should watch is 10 years ago on the History Channel. They did an episode on the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. And they fucking called everything out. I mean, down to the T. Everything that happened 10 years later, 2022, down to the T. I mean, it was incredible. So they had that episode 10 years ago. I saw that. I was like, Jesus. Lord Jesus in the name. <laughs> I mean, really, like at this point, it's like, oh, geez, man, for real. Um, and then I've been, yeah, going on this deep dive yesterday. I started seeing this video of this lady, some clearance video or whatever. And this lady going on about there's reptilian species of aliens, right? And I've heard some of these before, and I've even seen the one of the Prime Minister of Canada going and doing a briefing and telling the world that there's 11 species of aliens. I don't know if you've guys seen it, because clearly it didn't go so mainstream, but the Prime Minister of Canada, pretty sure at the time he was there. Was he the Prime Minister? I think he was. And he fucking went out and he said there's 11 species of aliens that we know about. Unbelievable. Right? And one of those being these fucking reptiles, man. And uh, and then I started to think, dude. I'm like, man, what if it really was ancient people talking about these fallen angels and they turn into these demons, these scaly fucking things. And what if they really were those aliens, right? And that's what they saw, and that's how they described it as demons. Um, and they're really just aliens. If the whole holy war <laughs> is really some galactic thing going on, I mean, it has to be. <laughs> it has to be. Tune into the Wrist Report to watch Roman the Stoic lose his mind. <laughs> Yeah, I sh what I should do is I should just post the links to these videos so you don't see that I'm that crazy and you start watching those videos too. Um, but yeah, I think the world is so vast and then these things that they're calling out that are happening right in front of us and you start to wonder, should I just move out to a farm? And I, I take that as a sign, like for real, for real. Just the thought, I take the thought of moving to a farm as a sign for real. Like that's kind of, if you're seeing these things that look very volatile in a sense, I kind of just want to get out and go do my own thing, not get drafted to a war, you know, not have to fight demons, hopefully survive some sort of nuclear fallout. Right. <laughs> You got to laugh at it, but it's it's a real possibility, you know? 
I mean, the fact that at the schools that, I, you know, we got to practice at schools, uh, code reds of school shooting type scenarios, right? This is a reality. We don't think about things that, until they happen right in front of us. I mean, how many white people are out there swimming with sharks? Oh, they're not going to harm you. They're not, they're not like that. They're just, they're not like that. <laughs> they're spiritual beings. They are ancient prehistoric creatures for sure. But that is a fucking monster if I have ever seen one. Just the ability. I mean, I wouldn't, I love lions and tigers. I wouldn't go roll around in the wild with a tiger, with a big ass tiger or a bear. I wouldn't go do that, right? I'd rather take my chances with that than in the fucking ocean, right? But what I'm saying, regardless, is that people do a lot of shit without thinking about it. They jump out of planes and they trust a parachute, right? So we don't think about the statistics. But when you have an OCD, anxiety-ridden mind like mine, you think about that. You think about the possibilities of impending doom. <laughs> you think about the possibilities of impending doom and you calculate your risks, you know, and I feel like people don't calculate risks enough until they're faced with it right in front of them. And and then all of a sudden they're shocked. How could this how could this happen to me? How could this, you know, it's like, yo, shit happens. Evil, weird, dark shit happens. As much good and beautiful that happens, there's, there's some wild shit that happens to people. And, you know, you start to wonder. See, there are those two fish swimming within me of the dark and the light and the and it really affects I think my whole core being you know of of even with that explanation of being like analytical and almost in a sense fear-based right but then also having enough um within me to to try things and do go out and do push myself to try new things. So not let that hinder me. You know, I'm not this person with crippling anxiety that is hard to get out of their house. You know, I'm not that. But I am, you know, conscious of other things that are going around. And so that can be overwhelming. But I don't let it. You know, I just make those those risks. And so my life and my thought is really just this constant push and pull of the dark and light, you know. And my goal has been to just kind of find the, the middle ground, the balance of that, the balance of that through this chaos. But hey, I'm not in chaos. I'm in literal paradise. And... Just blessed, 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 blessed. I've been, I've also just been seeing wild shit, you know, as, as beautiful as this place is. And as much as I talk up the, the warm energy here, that's with the people that I've met and surrounded. I've also 
seen that there is a hostile side of this area. I've seen that there is a violent side of this area. You know, I've seen that there's a mental health issue in this area and homelessness issue in this area. And so there are a lot of things going on. And I don't know if I want to really talk about this or go into this, but I've already said such wild shit. It doesn't even matter at this point, whoever's tuning in. Um, driving to work last week, I saw, you know, there was mad traffic, mad traffic backed up. It's already making me late. So I decided to take it, take off on the, on a certain exit. And as I'm passing to take the right and going over the curve, I see the accident that's got everything holed up. And not only do I see the accident, the big ass truck, but I see the fucking person's body over the car, over the windshield. And, you know, and I'm kept driving and just immediately just in shock. You know, it's seven in the morning. And just, you know, in a sense, praying for that individual that lost their life and that they're in a better place. And, you know, at the same time, giving thanks for everything here and for just being around. And, but also just having that in mind. I mean, I even went into the church and prayed that day, later that day, because it fucked me up. That is not some shit you just see and like that shit fucked me up seeing that. That was not a cool sight. And you know, just praying in a sense to for strength for that dude's family, whoever that man was, you know, for his family, for his soul. It was it was heavy, it was intense. <clears throat> and maybe that's what also has me thinking a lot and giving thanks a lot, you know, faced with that and seeing that five minutes from my home. And then the other night I fucking heard gunshots out here, somewhere out here. Like, don't think it was that close, but it was definitely close enough to hear it. And um, four in the morning, just heard two pop. It's like, fuck, man. The fuck? There's a, you know. It's weird. For sure it's weird. And so just being vigilant and cautious. And just giving thanks that I'm here. And being able to talk and share my thoughts with everybody. And have these wonderful people on the podcast that can share their story and share their vision. And hopefully we make you laugh. Hopefully we make you think. And most importantly, hopefully we make you love a little more. That's what life's all about, man. Love. That's, that's the only thing that can get you through some of those, the darkest moments And yeah, 
yeah, that vision of that was really wild. And I kind of buried it after that day or tried to, that image. And maybe took a couple of days. I didn't really think about the image until now that I'm talking about it. But that is, I don't know. I wouldn't want to wish that on anybody to see that or to go through that. That looked terrible. You know, and a week later, I see people, workers, wearing the same. Because this guy had like a worker cloth on. You know, that, that neon worker shirt. Oh. And um, the next day I saw workers with the same fucking shirt. Not the next day, the next week. Workers with the same shirt on that road as I was passing by. Fixing up the fucking crack where it hit the, on the island thing. It's insane. Life just just moving on, you know. But I think about that guy. Whoever that guy is, don't know his name. Don't know anything about this person. Just a person. And, yeah, just still praying for that. And that family, man. I think about that. The family. At the moment, it's got to be like a split second. Just terrified adrenaline-fueled moment, you know. But for the family, that's a pain for a while. So early in the morning. Anyways, what I'm saying is, God bless to all of you. Just always keep that in mind, in a sense. You know, keep... We might... We might get stressed in our lives. We might be petty in our lives. Sometimes a lot of things that we that upset us, I think, are really petty and are really not that big of a deal in a grand scheme of things. And um, it's good to keep that in mind. Stay humbled. All right? Peace out, motherfuckers. Didn't mean to bum you out so much, but... These are just my podcasts. I give you my thoughts in the moment and I share what's inside and hopefully you dig it. Peace and love. Sleep till I'm finished Yeah, my dreams don't diminish I don't play, I don't swim Cause I